Today we begin a new Mesechta, Mesechta Ksubis, and we'll start, of course, with the initial introduction. Mesechtenu Osekas Be'ikra Be'prate Ha'alacho Shel Ksuba. Our Mesechta is going to be discussing the Ikra, the main halachos, the main laws that accompany a Ksuba. Kvar Ba'arna, we explained already back in Mesechta Yavamas that a Ksuba, what is a Ksuba? A Ksuba is a Shtar Hischaivus. It's a document that shows a hischaivis, a obligation. Shekosev Abal is that a husband writes to the wife at the time of their marriage. And in it, it says, Kolachaivis, all the obligations the husband has that he accepts upon himself for his wife. However, the Iker Aksuba, the main part of the Aksuba, is hischaivis shal Abal Askum Kesef. Is the money, right? What it all comes down to is the money. A specific amount of money that Sheishto Tikabel, that his wife will accept. If he divorces her, or if he dies, that he is putting up this money that will go to his wife. Mikan, therefore, skum kesef zed, this amount of money in the Lushna of the Mishnah is called the ksuba, right? Stam. So when we say ksuba, of course, it's referring to the actual document. But in the Lushna of the Mishnayos, ksuba is referring to the money, because that's the main part. Vishon ksuba, so shal amana, and a ksuba of, of, of a widow or a woman that was divorced, meaning they're remarrying now. And when they're getting married, they were a widow in the past, or they're divorced in the past. It's going to be different than a basula, a regular virgin who's getting married. Because the person that marries the basula, the ksuba has to have 200 dinner, the husband writes to the, to, the, to, the, to the new wife, right? Whereas a man that marries a widow or a divorced woman, the ksuba is, only has to be 100 dinner. I'll explain this in our Masechta. On them, of course, however, Rashaya Bala Hosef, a, a husband is permitted to add to the principle of the Ksuba if he wants to, as much as he wants, and that amount is going to be called the Tosefes Ksuba, the addition to the Ksuba. So we have the Ksuba and we have the Tosefes Ksuba. But of course, you cannot do less than the 200 um, for a Basula and the 100 for an Almana or for a Grusha, because those are the bare minimums. And Amr Meir, Meir says, Kala uh, Amr, we'll see this in the Mishnayas, Kala Poches, whoever does less for a Basula than 200 uh, dinner, or less for an Almana, less than 100 dinner, for an Almana or for a Grusha, Hareza Be'ilas Znus, he looks at the, at the marriage as if it's a Be'ilas Znus, a forbidden relationship. That's how severe it is that the husbands have to put, have to put out the, uh, the appropriate amount of money. And so to the Rambam Paskins, um, Yot, and that's to the Rambam Paskins as well. Okay. Furthermore, what about a person who doesn't write uh, a ksuba for his wife? He just simply does not write one. So he, are you chayv? But he's obligated to write one because it's, it's a tanai of bezdin. This is a condition of bezdin, right? Bezdin set this up. It's not, it doesn't nothing to do with whether he wants it or not. Bezdin were koveh and therefore he has to do it. However, the Rambam writes that a person who is getting married and he has to write he has to write a ksuba, or he writes it and it got lost. Or if the wife was Michael, she forgave the Ksuba. He's got to write a new one. Ksuba, the, the Ksuba, if he wants to keep this woman as a wife, he's got to write that Ksuba. Says the Rambam, a person is forbidden to be with his wife for even a moment without a Ksuba. And even now it is, it's a very strict matter that a, a couple always has to know where the Ksuba is. Because you can't be together if you don't know where your ksuba is. King Kosun Bishtar Ksuba, as a Nadunya, so do you write in the ksuba the Nadunya. The Nadunya is the dowry that the woman brings from her father's house into the marriage. Umash Abal Hosefla, and if the husband's going to be adding anything to the ksuba, 
the obligations of the husband to provide for the woman's needs, all her needs. Now regarding the ksuba of a besula, so there's an there's a opinion in the Gemara, right, that ksubas isha is minatorah. So some hold that a ksuba of a woman is minatorah, it's a Torah obligation. They learn that from the Pasuk, from the Pasuk, kasef yishkol kemayor habesulos. They learn that from there that mohar habesulos is referring to the money of the ksuba. So you see over here that there's a Pasuk for it, um, that the money of a ksuba should be the same amount of the fee that we give to a person who, who seduces or who, own it, who who rapes a woman, which is 50 kesef of Torah. 50 kesef of Torah is 50 slaim, which is 200 dinner. So some learn that just like on a Torah level, there's a fee of a person that rapes or seduces a woman of 200 dinner, which is 50 uh, uh, sela of, on a Torah level, right? 50 sela of a Torah level, which is 200 dinner uh, in our terms. So therefore the ksuba is going to be on a Torah level uh, as well. It's a Torah requirement. However, Hadeum Mukabas, the accepted opinion in the Gemara, is that the ksuba of a woman is only a takana de chachamim. It's not Torah level, it's a more of a rabbinic um, uh, level. The main point of the ksuba is that a woman should not be light in the eyes of her husband, that if he gets angry at her and he wants to just get rid of her, he has to remember, wait a second, I'm going to have to give her the ksuba money, and it slows him down. The Chaim Poskins, and so, so Poskins is the riff in the Rambam as well. Uh, others hold, Sha'afili, even according to the opinion that says that the Ksuba is on a Torah level. So in Kavanas, the, the intent here is not that it's on a Torah level mamish, where there's, just, there's an Asmach, that's like a puzzle that supports it from the Torah, but not that will give it a real Torah level mitzvah. Okay? Um, yeah, basically, so basically, there's, there's different opinions whether the ksuba of a woman is obligated on a Torah level or a, or a rabbinic level. The more accepted opinion is that it's only rabbinic, but we see over here how strong it is that a ksuba is, is required. And they bring down here a nice notriko and a nice, um, aqua, uh, what is it, a notriko and kim mohar, right? Kim mohar. Is the puzzle they're basing it on? So if you break it down, it's kama resh, meaning kama how much resh two hundred. Very nice. This is the ram from mints. So that you see from here that kamoar is kama resh. How much two hundred? The ksuba has to be two hundred dinner. Okay, but of course by an almana, by a widow, um, uh, everyone agrees, right? Even shehakom wada shehimet arabanan v'kinkosim v'nitzach ksuba kesef. So basically, there are two differences here that you'll find by the ksuba of a basula, the virgin, to an almana and a grusha of a widow and a divorced woman. That if a basula is getting married, so some opinions hold the ksuba is required on a Torah level, and 200 dinner is required. Whereas a ksuba of an almana or of a grusha that's getting remarried a second time, their ksuba, everyone agrees, is only on a rabbinic level. And of course, you're only giving a hundred um, dinner and not two hundred dinner. So those are the two differences between uh, ksuba of a basula and a ksuba of an almana or a grusha. That of a basula, some hold that's on a Torah level. Some most will hold us on our, uh, most will hold us on a rabbinic level, and it's two hundred dinner. But the ksuba of an of a almana or a grusha uh, on the second marriage would be only a hundred dinner, and everyone agrees it's rabbinic. The Gemara says further that Barishon originally how you kosher the basula, you write for the basula, matayim two hundred coins, right? Well, mana for the mana, mana hundred coins, right? So basically, they would do this 
So the husband's possessions were not, there's like no lien on his assets for the ksuba. He'll just pay cash, right? And what happened? The women were getting old, they weren't getting married. Why? Because the women didn't want to marry from the concern that if their husband dies or divorces them, and they have no assets, where are they going to collect their money from? They said they'll give them cash, but they have no cash, where are they going to collect their ksuba from? So they were so afraid they didn't want to get married, right? They're going to have children, they're not going to have any money then if they, if they go single. So they weren't getting married. So they made a takana. She that they would leave the ksuba, the money of the ksuba, by her father's house, right? By the shver, by the father-in-law. But still it didn't help. Why? When he got angry at her, he would say to her, Hey, go to your father's house. Go next to your ksuba. Meaning the payment of the ksuba is not going to hold me back from divorcing you. Because the money is already in your father's house. I'm not going to get it. Whether I keep you as a wife or I don't keep you as a wife, I'm not getting it. So get out of here. Go collect the money from your father's house and get out of my life. Right? So again, they made a new takana. So they would leave the money in the mother-in-law's house. And they say over here that the, you know, the rich ones would put it, would buy these like silver bowls or these gold bowls. The poor ones would buy these copper bowls. And they would leave it by the mother-in-law's house. But they didn't either help. Because when he got angry at her, he would say, you know, go, go take your ksuba and get out of here. So basically, it wasn't helping. Until Shimon ben Shedach came along and said, Tikein, shihei kosiva, kol nechasai acharan ksuba secha. That all of my assets are tied to the ksuba. Meaning, that if he drops dead, or he divorces this woman, even if he has no cash, all of his assets are tied to the ksuba, and the woman can collect from there. And therefore, we protect the woman on all different grounds. So she'll always get her money, whether it's cash, whether it's assets. There will always be something the woman can collect the money from. And this encourages women to get married. So that, God forbid, they lost their, their spouse and they had kids in the house and they needed money, they would have this, um, this ksuba to, to, to go on. Okay. And of course, nowadays, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, Moshe Feinstein has a whole tshuva on it, how important it is to get life insurance, that if, God forbid, you know, a spouse dies, there's a significant amount of money uh, left over to, to sustain the wife. That's a whole other story, but uh, there's a famous tshuva from Moshe Feinstein that talks all about the importance of life insurance. We conclude over here the introduction that the halachas of the ksuba and the halachas of the obligation of the husband to the wife and all different halachas of the ksuba will be discussed in our mesechta, as well as different laws regarding one who is, who is ma'anis who, uh, or mafata, one who seduces or rapes a woman or is mochi shemra, puts a bad name over a woman. All these halachas will be discussed in our mesechta and we'll hold it over here with the introduction for mesechta ksubas for today.